Hey y'all, welcome back to Black Girl Blues, where we talk about everything that Black women go through, including self-discovery, healing, and all the bullshit in between. My name is Fanta. And I'm Kalia. So we'll start off every episode with our sad girl shit. Y'all know that this is usually our section for housekeeping and just general updates about the shit that's going on in our lives. So Kalia, what's got you feeling blue this week, girl? Mm, I am not feeling blue. I think I'm feeling a little salmon a little pink <laughs> I'm, a little, <laughs> I'm a little mellow um <clears throat> low-key actually I'm not gonna lie like the past few days my energy has been a smidge off it's been mm. a little off and I don't know actually I think I can attribute it to a few different things I've been having like these really weird fucking dreams um about people that I don't want to be dreaming about and so then I wake up disoriented as fuck Mm -hmm. and um they're actually starting to like give me real work at my job which is so ghetto that shit is ghetto that shit is so ghetto and so it's making me very nervous because I'm like damn I'm really gonna have to start delivering trainings to these folks and I just started like like, I haven't even been working there one full month yet because I just started in December Mm -hmm. um but we were like off and my birthday and so it's just whatever but that that has me feeling a little nervous but other than that, I'm fine. Like, I can't complain about anything necessarily. I'm just, I'm just, like, not in the best spirits, but nothing is wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But what's got you feeling blue? Are you feeling blue? Um, uh, huh. no, I'm not feeling blue. I will say I am, like, a, I don't even know. I'm going to give myself, like, a neon green like I feel really good this week I'm good today per yes I have a date today I'm so excited (laughs) back to the streets Um, period we here again but it's fine (laughs) um and that and then also this week I'm starting a new job so it's like my second job oh really Yes. So I'm hella excited just because, okay, so it's actually like for a little background, it's, I'm basically like taking over um, another girl's job at my old job that I had in Boston, which is like, I was an epidemiologist before I moved to DC. So I'm Mm -hmm. super excited to get back into that because that's like what I went to school for and like what my, like, that's where I feel like my passion resides. And I'm like happy at my job, but I'm not like I don't be waking up and springing out of bed to do some work for my job right now. So I'm excited to just be like excited to work again, if that makes sense. And like yeah. actually feel like I have like impact. So yeah. And I have more like responsibility there. It's just lit because at my job right now, I'm still like kind of like a newbie, but like at that job, I'm like seasoned. So they're like bringing me back to be like the expert in a way. So we here. That's nice. That's nice. That's really good. I'm proud of you. Thanks. And I'm just so excited to have more money because this is our New Year's resolutions. We was like, we're going to budget better. We're going to save more money. So we're here. More yeah. bands, 2021. No, honestly, <laughs> my, one of my goals is I, I just, I've always been bad with money. Like literally in college, I would just be swiping my card. I don't, I didn't look at my bank account. Like I didn't worry myself with even trying to keep up with how much I was spending. And so trying to teach myself that shit like retroactively is yeah. hard because now I actually have real bills and I'm like, wait, so I can't just be reckless with my money <laughs> like how I used to be. Like, it's just, it's a mess. So I've decided that I want to save at least $12,000 this year. Period. We're going to see if that happens, but um, right You now, will be able to. to. You will. Yeah. I hope so. I just, I really do need to get disciplined because I just be like, oh, well, if I'm going to use it, if I'm, if it's going to bring me joy, da, 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 then I'm going to buy it. And I don't really give a fuck how much it costs. Like if I want it, then I'm going to buy it. And it's just mm-hmm. very, it's very reckless. Is there a reason why you chose 12,000? Um, I felt like it was easily attainable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, but stretching just a smidge by like a few thousand, not even really. Um, and yeah, I want it. I want my savings to be like in the, like, I don't want to save like $5,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want it yeah. to be like 
a little bit more than that. So yeah, a good chunk. Yeah. So I just randomly, I felt like, like going like 15, 18 was going to be a bit much. So I'm like, I still want to enjoy yeah and i feel like it's doable because you know we're not really outside so yeah yeah like, i feel like just i don't know it's like the little things between like literally choosing to like go grocery shopping versus like getting drinks with your friends it's like or you know or like having a wine night in instead of going and dropping a hundred dollars at a fucking bar the little that's things that's i know me. that's us <laughs> i'm like mm, can i get another nine ounce pour please like just then before i know it i've spent like 86 dollars on dinner by myself looking down yeah it's a problem but yeah we here yeah so we're gonna jump right into our main segment um do we want to play the audio yep we'll do so this audio is called um amanda's tale so for our episode, our theme is hotels, but I felt like we could not talk about hotels without, you know, really touching on this fucking, it's literally like just so relatable, I can't, but I'm gonna just play it for y'all. Let me know if you can hear it or not. It's a little hurtful that I can't just be confident and in, in being with one person that I gotta look over my shoulder at these girls on Instagram and it's hard sometimes because I don't have all that that they have and sex has become my superpower it's like sex is where I'm finding my work you know it's that's the one thing that I know I can make you keep coming back at the end of the day even if you don't really want me I know you're gonna want that one way it's empowering and another way is it's sad I feel moments of sadness knowing that you know just me alone and who I am is not enough. <laughs> so yeah, Thoughts. so that's a <laughs> tale from Hotels the album um, that was released by Jasmine Sullivan. What like last week? It's it's been out like just a week, maybe. Mm, I thought it was only like two, three weeks. It's been mm-hmm. a while. But yeah, okay. Well, yeah, Jasmine Sullivan just recently um, released the album Hotels, and it's good as fuck if y'all haven't listened to it all the way through or maybe you don't listen to Jasmine Sullivan which I don't understand but um <laughs> you should listen to the album because it's really good but that was just one of uh the tracks off of the album Amanda's Tale where she's kind of going into leaning into her sexuality and being empowered by it but also at the same time feeling demeaned by it because she feels like that's the only value that she brings mm-hmm. to sexual relationships or romantic, I guess I should say, relationships with men. So, yes. I'm going to pass it back to you, sis. What are your thoughts? Girl. Okay. So, honestly, that shit was sad. When I listened to that, I was deeply saddened by it because I know that so many women feel this way. And I've also been there where I'm like, I like and I feel like it's like a thing that you just have to fight through like mentally but like I do feel like you can use sex as like your leveraging tool which then makes it seem like that's like your superpower and the one thing that you can like have control over a man about so you know and like sometimes like I be saying to myself like okay well I'm just so glad I didn't fuck him because x y and z but it's like Mm -hmm. even if I did like you know like that isn't like me just like giving him all the control and I feel like that's just like a thing that we just like have to break through so it's sad but it's relatable because i feel like i don't know okay we've all been there where it's like you do have to like fight through like finding your value like outside of sex yeah yeah you do and even sometimes like in the situationships or relationships i've found myself in like if if the core of our dynamic is like bad our communication is poor um (laughs) we typically like tend to make up for that in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, everything else is shitty, but the sex is amazing, you know? So we like kind of hook ourselves and ground ourselves in the sexual aspect of the relationship instead of manifesting positivity in the other parts of the relationship. And that's really all all of our energy is focused on that because that's the only good thing that we really have going, which is sad. It is. It is. But yeah, I don't know. 
it's it's something let's get let's get into it what are we talking about today what are hotels what's a hoe i was thinking about this question because i feel like had you asked me this five years ago my answer would be different than what it is now um that question is not like demeaning it's not offensive to me anymore it's Mm -hmm. like something that i feel like is empowering like we've reclaimed bitch you know what i'm saying we've reclaimed nigga when we're around people or black people some of y'all be calling y'all friends of color that shit but um (laughs) we've reclaimed and just woo baby we've reclaimed those words and so i feel like recently to me ho has been reclaimed um similarly and it's used now to empower us so I don't know. Like traditionally, I think that a hoe, is, what we call, you know, quote unquote, a hoe, is like someone who has a bunch of sexual partners, or maybe is acting irresponsibly in terms of their sex life. Yeah. Um, versus now, I feel like if you a hoe, bitch, do your hoe shit. Like I'm like you maybe maybe you are having all of these sexual these different sexual relationships but you're in control of them you know what i'm saying maybe you're someone who likes to do unconventional things in the bedroom i don't know i'm i'm really lost i guess with like mm. coining a specific definition for what a hoe is today to me got you <clears throat> okay so <laughs> all right so i have i have thoughts i've thoughts on this word one i will say i don't think it's empowering at all like i could just start there really yes i don't be telling my like i don't i guess like the way i like the way i think about okay okay let me let me let me rewind i don't think it's empowering because if a nigga calls you a hoe it's not flattering in any way it doesn't make you feel good they use it to demean black women mostly women too but we talk about black women in this context um and you already, like, we talked about this last week with the Lori Harvey shit. Like, niggas was calling her a hoe. Yeah, I, w- I will say, I will preface, yeah, maybe I should go back too, because from, I'm talking from my perspective. Like, if we call each other hoes, or I'm like, oh, I'm on my hot girl shit, or my hoe shit, or whatever, it's not mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to be offensive. But, yeah. yes, to your point, when a man says it out of his mouth, the connotation is completely different. Completely different, right. Um, But then, too, like, I also feel like being on your hot girl shit is not being a hoe. And I feel like that's where niggas be fucking up in their head. To me, at least. So a hoe to me. Because a hot girl, being on your hot girl shit, like similarly to what you said, even if it means that you fucking multiple niggas, you doing this, it's you being responsible about it. You being emotionally mature about it. That's what hot girl shit is to me. Otherwise, it's just sad girl shit because you're just going to be hurting yourself. But... (laughs) But, um, I feel like a hoe, to me, still, I still have this, like, I don't think I'll ever let go of this definition. I feel like I love the fact that we're, like, sexually liberated and very, like, sexually empowered as of late. But I still feel like you can have do all those things and not be a hoe. Like, a hoe, to me, is someone who just, like, literally has no fucking pics. Meaning... Mm-hmm that they will fuck any and everything walking. They don't have a type of standard or like, they don't have like a type of standard of what they will engage with. Okay, can I, can I stop you right there? Go ahead. I want to spill over because I have a question <laughs> for you. Yeah. So on one hand, you say that you like the fact that we're sexually liberated now, right? Yeah. And that we're empowered through our sexuality, but you still have this, this, um view about a woman potentially who is a hoe <clears throat> and her not being empowered in that sense like i'm saying mm-hmm. how can you how can you empower or feel feel seen on one hand but then also like have this definition of hoe in your head on a, on another hand i I think you can fuck any and everybody that you want, but I do feel like when you're fucking any and everyone that you want, you need to have standards. So that means, to me, okay, let me just give an example. Let me break this down. 
So if you think about like the hoest, like the 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 worst, like the hoest person that you know, nine times out of ten, who is it? It's a nigga, right? At least for me, it's a nigga. Of course. It's a nigga, right? So when you think about a nigga that's a hoe, what do you think about? I think I it like brings me back to college where niggas would literally fuck any and everyone without even having like a they don't have any sort of like set agenda or anything they just literally they'll see anyone and just want to fuck them just for the sake of fucking them like they'll see it's it's the niggas who are literally in their fifth year of college and want to fuck any and every freshman they don't they they want to fuck everybody in the friend group they don't give a fuck who it is like they're just they have no type of picks like no type of standards for what they will fuck who they will fuck they just be fucking any and everybody. To me, that's what a hoe is. Thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's fair, but I don't think that I would, like, if a woman was doing that and that's her, like, that's what the fuck she wanted to do, I don't think that mm-hmm. I would necessarily label, label her a hoe in a sense to, like, degrade what she's doing either. Because mm, I just don't see it. think you can do both. I just don't think that you can say that the language empowers you, but then be demeaning to someone else. I don't think it's empowering at all. Well, you just said that you like the fact that we are sexually liberated now. So something about, yes. like you said, hot girl shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? All of those things are related, related and interconnected to me. Whether you're calling someone a hoe or you're saying someone's on their hot girl shit, they overlap in some way. So I'm but saying- But you need to be like strategic. That's my whole thing. Like, I feel like you need to have standards. You need to be strategic. Like, bitch, I know you have standards. Like, I know you do, right? Well, course, so even if, you, even if you fuck every nigga that met your standard, to me, it still wouldn't, you wouldn't be a hoe. Because you still, you're still being strategic about it. You're being smart about it. You have picks. You know what you're doing. There's an agenda there. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, shit. That's, I just, if you want to fuck multiple people, you literally, I don't like, my other thing is like, I don't care if you literally have like a body count of like 300 but if I'm going through your list of 300 women and I'm seeing the type of people that you fuck or like engage with, I might consider you a hoe. I might. Yeah. Not I because mean, of the number, just because of who, like who you're problem. fucking, like what your strategy was, because what the fuck? Like right. you ever fuck somebody and then you see the type of bitches that they fuck and you'd be like, no. so, so am I like those bitches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That to me is like, okay, you don't have no pics. You a hoe. Like you'll just fuck anything you know <laughs> yeah. yeah i understand what you're saying like a hoe is, is somebody that's for everybody period Ugh, that's it literally but, no picks no picks you can still do that and be on your hot girl shit i don't understand i mean i get i get it i get it kind of i get mm-hmm. it but i just feel like you know we can't play both sides we can't play both sides t that's t you know i mean we can't pick and choose. We're and working through our internalized misogyny. That's but have some fucking picks, please. <laughs> please have some picks. Have a strategy. Let like know what the fuck you doing, please. You know, like let me give you a fucking example of this shit. Give me an example. On Friday night, I hung out with one of my friends. I posted her on my mm-hmm. story. I tagged her. Mm-hmm. Tell me why niggas was just flocking to her, flocking. Sure, and, and to me, it's like, I love it. I, I do. But it's also like, what's your strategy here? Like, I just don't. What do you mean? Like, if you, if you try to talk to me, you see that I'm posting my friend, and now you're trying to be in her DMs and shit. Niggas don't care. But did they you talk need to picks. you? You need but pics. You need pics. But did they talk to you, though? They tried to. But if they actually did, that's different, I think, then. I, under, I understand that. I get what you mean. But I feel like you need a you need a strategy, bitch. Have a game plan because this ain't, this ain't it. Because now it's like you for everybody. You want to fuck any and everybody. They just be swinging, but I'm thinking from a nigga's perspective because that has totally happened to me before and I'd be like, damn, you was just somebody on the other But yeah. from a nigga's perspective, <laughs> if I ain't giving you no time, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't getting no pussy, then mm-hmm. I get you still trying to make some shake for whatever, you know what I'm saying? You want to get. Yeah, and that's the problem. You're, You're just trying to make some shake for whatever <laughs> you can get. 
for whatever it is whatever is displayed to you yeah but i don't know i feel like shit i don't know i don't know but we we're gonna work on it but that's my definition for now (laughs) but yeah let's talk about some sex now that we're talking about hotels sex sex so last week we talked about sex, but I feel like at a very high level, I want to break it down this week. Let's break it down. So let, let's start with, have you ever been digmatized? <laughs> like, what does that look like for you? Unpack it. Tell us a story. Do what you need to. Be vivid. Yes, I have been digmatized. Um, <clears throat> I would say once for sure. Um, I have a lot of like stories where I was just, I was showing my ass. Okay. I'm going to show my ass for real. (laughs) That's what I was on about, about five, six years ago. Like I didn't give, I was just reckless in general, just to give y'all some context. I was just a reckless person. I didn't have, I was young. I had like no control of my emotions. Um, I just didn't give a fuck. I just didn't give a fuck about anything or the ramifications of anything. So (laughs) this was like my first experience having some really good dick and I just didn't know what to do with it because not only was I getting dicked down all of the fucking time, but like (laughs) man was very like he did not, I did not feel very secure within the relationship, okay? So those mm. two things, I was a psycho. I was a fucking psycho. I was crazy. I keyed cars, baby, popped up. And didn't. No, I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is, all right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Like, he was outside. <laughs> I have to give you the details about this when we're not recording, but he was outside of some shit that I felt like he shouldn't have been, like this apartment complex that I felt like he shouldn't have been outside of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are two different instances, but I think both of these times he was outside of the same fucking complex, which now looking back on it... He was fucking with her. Yeah, you was doing some shit that she wasn't supposed to be fucking doing. But one instance, me and this girl that used to be my friend pulled up, I saw his car, looked at the license plate. I'm like, oh, okay, so this this nigga. Cause <laughs> duh, I memorized the license plate, of course. So <laughs> of course, naturally. Of course. Like what? <laughs> we went into the complex and we were on every floor of the complex until I could find this girl who I thought he was with. Found her um room. I feel like you told me this. <laughs> I think I did. Found her she room. wasn't home, right? He wasn't home, so I just made myself feel dumb. Um, but he was in there. He was in that bitch somewhere. It wasn't with that bitch. It was with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, like, banging on the door. Nobody nobody was coming to the door. And then I, like, gave a subtle knock, and I was like, all right, and put my hand over the, key, the peephole. Mm-hmm. And then her roommate came to the room, and I, like, busted that bitch. And her fucking bed was made. Like, the bitch hadn't been there all day. So I just made myself look real stupid. Um... But yeah, that happened one time. And then another time I staked out that same complex. Me and another one of my friends were sitting outside in my truck, just waiting for his ass to come outside. When he came outside, I called him. I Wait, st- how long did you stake out? Girl, I don't even know. It wasn't no 30 hours. It wasn't. Oh, bitch. Like it was, <laughs> I was dedicated, okay? I was dedicated. Um. I call him and I see him pick up the phone. Like, I I see him, like, look at the phone and then, like, didn't answer. But he, like, picked up the phone to, like, talk to somebody else. So I'm like, no, this nigga did not just pick up. Like, he didn't. Hmm." Oh, my God, Kalia. He gets in the car. You know what? Actually, no, wait. Yeah, no. Okay, sorry. I'm going to go back because I think I keyed that car. I keyed his car after the first incident where I was like looking for the girl. This is a different time where Mm. he um, declined my call and then picked up the phone. So he gets in the car. (laughs) Okay, he gets in the car and drives himself home, bitch. And I follow him. 
in my truck with the high beams on. I'm like driving crazy too. Like I'm like swerving and like I'm on his ass going to like hit his car. And then he, I was so toxic. Oh, I'm so sad. He pulls up to the house and I'm like, so where the fuck you been at? Like, and it was just, it was just, the dick was too good. The man was doing some shit really he ain't had no business doing. I used to definitely like let myself into his house. Like we would be arguing and I would pull up to the house and like let myself in and walk up to his room and be like, so you mad? Like just dumb, stupid ass shit. I had no boundaries. Got you. I'm glad that, you know, we've moved on from that. I'm no longer crazy. Um, <clears throat> growth. We love growth. In hindsight, was the dick actually that good? Like, was it worth the... No, the dick was good. The dick was okay. good. I mean, I've had better dicks since, but the dick was... The dick was... It was slamming. The dick was... <laughs> I'm dead. Yikes. Shit. I don't... I... Ooh, mm, I do have a story like that. But... Actually, I think it's kind of similar. Well, hmm. Okay. So actually... Okay, so let me break this down. Mm-hmm. So I was talking with this nigga. It's actually the broke nigga that I had talked about a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that I, I was like, broke nigga. baby. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I paid for my own birthday dinner with. Yes, it was him. Maybe. So this nigga was so good at just ignoring me. Like he would not feel, you know, those niggas that like, they don't even engage in arguments. He was one of those. And that is so fucking frustrating to me, especially if it's like, you don't want to talk about it at all. You just wait for me to get over it. Like, you don't, you won't say sorry, none of that shit. He was that type of nigga, right? That's terrible. So naturally, I know, it's so toxic. So naturally, I started pulling up to his crib. Because I was like, you know what? If you don't want to argue, like, there's no way you can escape me when I'm in your face. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> every day we had, like, a routine. So, he lived actually in a different city than me, and he lived, like, 25 minutes from where I lived. But it was fine. But I, we had, like, a whole routine. So, I would only see him during the weekend. So, during the week, I knew his schedule. I knew when he would go to the gym. I knew what gym he would go to. Uh, but he would go to the gym with his, like, best friend. And I had thoughts, like, multiple times, like, bitch, just pull up to the gym, because what if you don't come home after? But long story short, there was, like, this one day I was fed the fuck up. Also, let me just say, niggas who watch you cry and don't feel any type of remorse are scary. Yeah, it's giving sociopath. It's scary. Scary. And that's the type of nigga that he was. But whatever. So he just wasn't, would not engage. I would be crying, not engage. So I went to his crib, pulled up, staked out, wait for, wait for him to got, wait, waited for him to get there. He stayed in his car hella long when he got there, just like talking on the phone. And I was like literally fed up. Like once he got to his house, he wouldn't get out the car and he didn't see me, but he was just like talking on the phone. So I get out the car, pull up to his car, bang on the windows, like come outside. Like we need, we need to speak. We speak, whatever. I understand in the night. You know how to do. Whatever. <laughs> and it's all good. But then it like literally just became a habit after that where it was like, okay, so I know that like you seeing me in person, like there's a change there. So now it's like, I'm gonna pull up on you all the time. If you don't want to engage, I'm gonna just come. Yeah, that's like, the reaction that you're looking for. Exactly. So I would literally pull up all the time. But in hindsight, the dick wasn't that good. It honestly was like, Bitch, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't really like huge dick. His dick was huge. I like a nice size dick with a nice curve. Okay, Captain Hook. Look. Okay. My shit at a 45 degree angle, bitch. That's what I want. His shit, bitch, was thickums. Thick. Mm, I like a thick dick, though. Three Qs, thick. So that was already the first thing. Like, it was big, bitch. And I had never had a dick that was, like, that big ever in my life. Mm-hmm. So literally, like, the first couple of times that we had sex literally felt like he was ripping me a new vagina. Oh, no. Like, we'll start there. Oh, no, baby. Then it was long. Long, bitch. Like, a schlong. A mandingo. Fuck up. So, bitch, I was suffering. Literally. And my vagina is so sensitive, like, to the point where, like, I literally need to, like, warm up to you. Like, we need to have sex multiple times for it to, like, feel good. Especially if I hadn't had sex in a while. Or, like, never had a dick that was that big. Mm -hmm. Third, bitch, he had stamina. 
Yes. Bitch. So literally the suffering never ended. Wow. He'd be like, all right, turn over now, bitch. I'm literally in tears. Like, okay. when it is was the stamina. Like- that's that's when I be uh that's when I start talking. Oh, you gonna come for me, Dad? <laughs> I be like, oh, can you come? Can you come for me? That's I'm I'm over it. If I say that shit, is okay, it Let's wrap this shit up. And I like having sex, but sometimes I'm like, damn, shit. My shit's gonna be sensitive as fuck after this. I'm gonna have to air this bitch out. I'm not wearing no panties for three days. <laughs> Girl, so. Yeah, in hindsight, it wasn't that good. It was just, I think I was just like, just so infatuated with him. He had like a chiseled ass body. The dick was banging, like literally was so fucking big. So I just, in hindsight though, shit, fuck that. Also, I don't even, other than that, like I don't feel like I've ever been like digmatized. I've always just like liked someone a lot and was like lacking, like the affection was lacking. So then I was like starving for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think after that experience, because of the way that it ended for me, I told myself, bitch, like, I'm never gonna have, let another man have control of my emotions like that. I don't give a fuck how good the dick is. Like, you will never yeah. see. Bitch, I used to be making fake numbers and shit, texting this nigga off of fake numbers, baby. I was a psycho. I was crazy. Oh, yeah, same. I would email. <laughs> I'm the queen of the email. <laughs> I was the queen of popping the fuck up popping up. I remember one time <laughs> we were, we had been in an argument <clears throat> and I decided that I was going to pull up, you know, trench, naked under the trench, make a move. Oh my God. I've always wanted to do that. But it didn't go well for me. Um, <laughs> so he had like someone else besides his roommate living in his house. Okay. So I pull up, mind you, the parking lot is right. Like he lived like the, he lived at the last apartment or in the last apartment that was right by the parking lot. So like, Mm -hmm. you really couldn't miss my fat ass truck in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. So I pull up and I'm trying to like work up the courage to go in there and just drop my damn coat. One of his niggas come out of the house. So I duck down (laughs) thinking that the man wasn't going to see me. You idiot. He saw me. He saw me fool. So then I see my niggas light go off. So I'm like, damn, okay, this nigga that already snitched on me. Next day, so also I tried to like go into the into the house. Shit is locked, like wasn't never locked. I'm like, this nigga is really a fucking snitch. He could have really just minded his business because your friend was finna get some pussy, but okay. Next day, he's <laughs> like, bro, why is you sitting outside of my house? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, that wasn't me. Like, what are you saying? Like, I wasn't outside of your house. Like, bitch. Delusional. <laughs> I was delusional for sure. I yeah I li- literally like I, exactly like after that situation not even just niggas like I don't think anybody will ever see my crazy I don't have the energy for it like I don't have the energy I got too much shit to worry about now like yeah have- it's too much and there's too much there's too much dick to go around that's that's also true too much dick to go around I'm not gonna sweat you my nigga it's really not that deep at all but but it'd be deep though <clears throat> I be having to mm. talk to myself, like, it's okay. It's okay. You don't ever have to talk to yourself anymore? No. Really? I still have to talk to myself. Nah. I'm, like, really at this, like, place in my life where, like, I feel like I'm just, like, so mellow. I don't like to, like, be mad. Like, when I'm mad at people, like, it literally, like, eats me inside. Like, I literally, like... No. whole vibe just be fucked up for days. For days. And I just, I don't even, like... Even when I'm, like, dealing with niggas, like, I'd rather just, like, tell you my grievances and just, like, let it, like, sit. Like, I don't want to, like, argue. I don't even want, I don't even want to wait for a response from you type of shit. Like, you know when you used to be arguing, you literally, like, sit by the phone, wait for this nigga to respond. Like, beat, heartbeat beating so fast. Like, literally texting your friends on the side, like, bitch, this nigga got me fucked up. Like, all of that shit is so draining. Like, I don't even have it in me. It is. I don't, I really don't give a fuck what you got to say. Yeah. Like, if you're not changing your actions... Don't talk to me. I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I mean, I think the frustrated part is, the frustrating part is just like, like you said, like sometimes they just don't engage or they don't care the way you want them to care. They don't show you the shit that you be showing them. And it's not, for me, it's not that I want to argue. It's just like, I need to explain my point. You know what I'm saying? Like I sometimes get caught up in like 
I want to feel like I'm being understood. Mm. And, but that in and of itself is draining because niggas sometimes don't have the emotional capacity to meet you where you are. You and they sometimes will never will. Exactly. And so you're sitting here wasting your breath and it's going in one ear and out the other. Or this nigga is just so beyond like emotionally disconnected from even who he is within himself that he can't show up the way you need him to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I yeah, 100%. Have you ever like used sex as like a coping mechanism? Like if he was going through some shit? No, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I rely on it like that i feel like i like this is kind of what we were going or what we were saying last week like i like having sex when i feel good i don't Mm. i've never been like damn i feel shitty so now let me go get some dick like Mm. i feel like my best sexual experiences have come from when i have a good connection with the person and Mm -hmm. when i have a good mental space because i'm i'm very up here with it like i can't really detach myself from it like that up here being, y'all can't see me, so I was pointing to my head. You never had, like, revenge dick? Mm-mm. No, I mean, like, oh, this- better than me. <laughs> well, I've been in, like, long-term relationships, so when was I gonna have a revenge dick? You never had, like, bitch, you never been, like, in cahoots with someone, like, a nigga that you was fucking with, even if it wasn't, like, someone that you was in a relationship with, and you was like, you know, this nigga got me fucked up, let me go get some dick on the side? Wow, you good. You good. You really good. <laughs> Tell us about your revenge dick. I feel like I get revenge. Well, okay. I like, I'm not going to say often, but I do sometimes play now into that. Don't be trying to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say often. But I feel like sometimes you really need to show niggas. They, niggas be getting very comfortable when they feel like they have you and like only you or like whatever. So sometimes i do feel the need to let niggas know that i'm still the catch i can still fuck any and everyone mm-hmm. that i that i choose so for sure like i'm gonna go get some dick on the side because the fuck like why am i gonna be caught up with you especially if it's like bitch i think i told you about this situation like in the summertime i was fucking with someone and it went left like real fucking quick. I ended up finding out that he like had a bitch staying with him for his for her birthday for like a week. I think I told you this when we went to um Kitchen Cray. Mm. So I went to get some revenge day. <laughs> I did tell you because remember I was like, bitch, it was so crazy though, because I liked that nigga so much that when I went to go get that revenge dick, I started crying. Cause I literally felt so bad. Aww. But I was, like, using that dick as, like, a coping mechanism to, like, make myself feel better about, like, the other, the other situation that, like, had quickly turned sour. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. like, revenge dick is sometimes good, sometimes it's bad. But other than that, like, that was, I think, my, like, worst revenge dick scenario. Just because mm-hmm. I really liked him and I was, like, genuinely hurt by, like, the shit that he was, like, trying to pull over on me. Yeah. But other than that, revenge dick be good. I feel like niggas that you don't really want like that know how to stroke your ego the best. Like, they make you feel like you're the baddest bitch alive. Like, literally baddest bitch walking. And sometimes, like, you know, it's sad, but, like, sometimes your nigga don't be doing that for you. Yeah, no. Especially if they're comfortable with you. Yeah. No, that's You know, like, they don't reaffirm you enough. Yeah. I think also that's part of the reason why it took me, it took me a while to get over one particular situation because he was just, he would do me so foul. And I had plenty of opportunities to get Mm -hmm. Dick. nigga with his with the nigga's best friends like Ooh, niggas are so messy not no, the best friend messy. literally like right after me and dude broke up one of his best friends who was also dating like <laughs> one of my friends before he mm. was like oh basically like what's up with you and i was like bro like me and your nigga just stopped talking like three weeks ago like there's no way you're already trying to fuck me and i had told my nigga while we were together like you need to watch him you need to watch him. He's a little too friendly. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to think <laughs> I'm doing no shit. So let me go ahead and snitch on him real quick. Um, but yeah, it's like I didn't, I didn't take the ample opportunity that I had to like do what I could have done to that nigga. But he took ample opportunity. You know what I'm saying? To like fuck me over. And I was like, damn, how could you do that? You're just kind of a shitty person. Yeah, I agree. I just, <sighs> but I'm breaking out of that no sex as as coping i need to just like be by myself no dick and just be good on, good on it who wants no dick though like that's so boring 
I feel like once you get in like the groove of it, it's fine. It's once you start like if you scratch your itch, then you gonna want it all the time. Let me tell you, like if you, bitch, for like in Ramadan, right? You don't have sex, you don't masturbate. It literally like you become like numb to like not having sex. But once you start masturbating, like if you don't have dick, if you don't begin dick, but you still masturbate, you'll still be like feeding into those like sexual desires. So you'll still be like horny. Yeah. But if you cut that shit all the way off, like you'll be good. I swear, like you literally get numb to it. I'm still thinking about it. Girl, it's a it's a mental thing. Once you it's literally like a diet. Like you just have to get used to it. <laughs> it is a mental thing for sure. Yeah. But hmm, what's my other question? I want to hear about your worst sexual experience. Oh. Had you asked me this like sometime last year, I would have told you that I had not had one. I've had one. You've never had a bad one? No, I'm, th- I'm about to tell you. I've only had one bad one. and it was- That's like a miracle, Kalia. But I'm like, s- you're blessed eternally. Because my <laughs> sex life is like, I like having a lot of sex with the people I have sex with. I don't, I don't, mm. I'm not necessarily like super sexual experience in the terms of like, I, in terms of me having like a high volume of sexual partners but I'm sexual expe- sexually experienced because um, there's like literally damn near nothing that I will say no to. There may be like a handful of things that I feel uncomfortable with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once I'm with you, baby, and we're fucking like, let's go. So <laughs> I had, okay, let me just <clears throat> take a second. So because <laughs> this shit really actually pissed me off. There's this guy who has been on my ass for years. You know, you always had them niggas that just don't ever give up. Mm-hmm. He wanted them. And he's nice. So he's a nice guy. He's not ugly. He's not ugly. He's a nice guy. He's an older guy. Um, and so he's just always been around, has always been on my ass, always wants a piece of ass. He just, he's just always there. So, you know, I had broken up with my ex or whatever. And it, I'd been going through a drought, baby. It, it had been, it had been a while. <clears throat> and this guy, not me clearing my throat right into the mic. This guy um, <laughs> was there and was just saying all this shit. He was just gassing it too, like, oh, like, come slide, I'm gonna eat your pussy, da, 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 da. like talking real crazy, talking real spicy, just really talking about how he was gonna lay it down. And so when I was like, you know what, fuck this shit, like whatever okay we link up baby head was awful dick was small mm. the dick was small and not only was the dick small bitch oh yikes i'm nervous about saying that not only was the dick small but he was like saying crazy shit while he was like fucking me like to the point where i was like shut up like shut up mm. Talking, I feel embarrassed for you because you're saying all this outlandish ass shit. This shit is so fucking corny. This dick is whack. I'm not even really enjoying myself right now. You know what I'm saying? Did you let him like keep going, or like keep going? And then, but to be honest, there was like I had to like position myself in a way that I know that I was gonna be good regardless of this nigga like not putting it down the way he should put it down. You know what I'm saying? So once mm. I did that, I was like, oh okay, like it's. It's horrible, but it wasn't, it wasn't giving, it wasn't giving, and I was just like, this, see, and this is why I don't be doing this shit, because you niggas are disappointing. (laughs) I feel like it's, like, usually a hit or miss if they talking about their dick. You know what I mean? Like, it's either going to be mind-blowing or it's going to be trash, but just let your dick speak for itself. Just let it speak for itself. Why are you having to do all this shit? And it's like, if I, they're overcompensating yes they are because they know it's some bullshit if i told y'all the shit that he said i'm only not gonna tell y'all because i think he may be listening but the shit that this man was saying was so embarrassing y'all i kid y'all not i was just like ew like it was making me dry up in that moment like nigga if you don't shut the fuck up saying all this crazy shit it was too much. It was too much. But that's my, that's been my only, like, bad sexual experience, honestly. That's, oh, you're blessed. Like, that's all I have to say. Like, you're blessed. Oh, 
Okay. So I've had, I've had like a number of bad sexual experiences, I will say. Um, but I think my like very worst, <laughs> I don't even know how to start. Okay. So me and my friend had went out, you know, this is like, I just want to preface with that. This is not that recent. It's well over a year. So I was in a different time in, you know, a different like state of mind, just whatever. You don't have to explain yourself. Don't Girl, yourself. I just need to I just need to say because I feel like I don't even be on this time type time right now. But anyways. No judgment zone. So we went to me and my friend went to the club, blah blah blah. We meet some niggas in a section. My friend bags that nigga. We end up going. She was like, Oh, um, like they say they could drive us home. So I was like, all right, cool. This is not safe. Just, just I don't do this now. But bitch, you know, I don't know. For me, it's like, oh shit, I don't got pay for Uber, you gonna drive me home? Bet. So she ended up going in her nigga car. I ended up going in a friend car. I don't know how this happened because I wasn't even really feeling the friend. I was just kind of like take a one for the team type of thing. But whatever. He, we driving. He's hella cool. We listen to music. We just talking about blah, blah, whatever. We get to my crib and we're just like downstairs. And I'm like, all right, bye. Like, thank you so much. Da, 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 da. He's like, you're not going to invite me up. I'm like, oh, God. Like, here we go. And then he starts making me feel bad. So I'm like, and I told him like straight up, I was like, you could come, but we're not doing shit. Like I just have to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Also want to say the reason why it's not even that I didn't want to fuck him. It's because I had my period. Mm-hmm. And I don't get me wrong. Period sex is fine, but not with niggas that I don't know. I feel like I need to be like comfortable with you first. Mm-hmm. Also, and bitch, I'm bloated as shit. Like, I don't want to fuck. Like, I don't want you to see my body like this. <laughs> And when you have period sex, is it not, like, I feel like it's, like, way more sensitive for me. Like, it's either amazing or really bad. Like, I've had great, like, the nigga that, um, I was saying, like, had a huge dick. He, we were, like, literally, like, period sex was when we would have the best sex for some reason. Mm. And it was lit. But anyways, <laughs> I used to joke with my friend and be, like, <laughs> I was, like, a strawberry pound cake because, bitch. <laughs> Good night. I'm <laughs> But anyways. So I had my period and I told him, I was like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm we just not going to do anything, but you could definitely come up. He came up, we talked, we vibe, we vibe, blah, blah, blah. We start, you know, kissing, just doing regular shit, whatever, whatever. I told him I had my period like multiple times. And he was like, honestly, I don't really give a fuck about that. We have a whole conversation about that and how like, you know, he was just like saying how women overthink it. Da, 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 da. So long story short, bitch. Things are being touched, you know, and now I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to feel things mm-hmm. that I wasn't feeling. Okay. And like you said, like you're more sensitive, right? So even a nigga like touching your boobs would be like, oh shit. Like, you know, like you just, everything is very like heightened when you're on your period. Mm-hmm. So we start feeling things. Bitch, why does he go down on me? <laughs> so, so, and I, like, this has never happened to me, not even with niggas that I was with. Mind you, this is a random nigga that I met that night. Literally, I've known him all of, like, two, three hours. (laughs) So he starts seeing me out, and I'm literally disgusted by it. Also, I'm literally, like, on my, like, second day, which is, like, for me, my heaviest day. Heavy as a bitch. So I'm literally disgusted. And he goes, you know what the first thing he says is? He goes, oh, so you really are on your period. I thought you was just, just, like, fronting. He thought I was fronting. So he laughs and continues. So I'm like, oh, this nigga built different. And it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was good. Because you're on your period. I don't know. (sighs) All right. So whatever that happens. Then we, you know, start getting freaky, freaky. He tries to put it in. Boom. Now we start having sex. Bitch. Mind you, it's my second day, right? So for me, my second day is like my worst day in terms of like cramps and shit. Soon as he puts it in, my cramps are like elevated. I hadn't even felt cramps before then. But literally, like, it was terrible. Like, literally, I felt so bad. His dick was big. Yeah. He was, like, one of those niggas that's, like, like, you know, skinny niggas be packing. He had, like, a skinny nigga dick. Like, so long for no reason. Um, It was trash, though, because it was, like, literally so painful. It did not feel good. And the whole time that he's, like, we're having sex, he's trying to kiss me. And, bitch, his mouth was literally bloody. So I am literally so disgusted. I'm ducking and bobbing, weaving, literally doing anything to not kiss this man because it's just so disgusting to me. No, you're not. You're lying. 
literally like halfway through we stopped i literally like told him to get off me because it just hurt so bad and he left and literally like he texted me the next morning i was like i'm never speaking to you again like we're not like you're built different like i thought i was built different i've done some shit in my days but nigga you're nasty like that's you're you're different so that was my worst sexual experience it was disgusting and literally like ew bitch like you know when you on your period like it literally smelled like period blood like that's what he his like face smelled like it was a nasty it was nasty work and i know that it's my own blood don't get me wrong but like that's even worse to me calling, baby <sighs> now. yes I'm trying to kiss you yes like bitch that was so bad i've never experienced oh. anything like that ever in my life that just makes me look at somebody and be like so what are you doing with everybody else because you just what are your bounds exactly yeah and here you are eating me out on my period yes like he didn't even have the decency to wipe his mouth off no what man is this he was built different like that's built different like niggas can be freaky he was freaky deaky like he was different the back of the back of the hand You couldn't get your shirt and do this real quick. God damn. He had clothes on. But yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. Ever since then, it's been it's been pretty smooth sailing though. I've had like other bad, like not bad, but like I've I'm very like particular when it comes to like certain things. Like head is like one of those things that's like it has to be flawless and consistent for me to nut. Otherwise, it's like a waste mm-hmm. of time. And like Niggas be scratching me like I'm a fucking DJ and just, you know, yeah. scratching the fucking record player. Can we stop that? I, I like, really stop that. don't be gentle. Please be gentle. Like, it's so sensitive. I've had, like, the best head of my life within the past year. It has been amazing. And I'm like, where have y'all men been all my life? Like, this is, it's been an experience. Yeah, I... I've had, I've had some good, like, some good head. I feel like I've had, I probably only had, like, one or two people who, like, didn't, just didn't know how. Yeah, I think that my issue has been, like, with most of my partners, it's been that they don't, it's not that they don't give good head, it's just that they aren't patient, you know what I'm saying? Mm. When you find a guy that's patient and he wants you to finish, and he knows what he's doing in terms of giving head. That's it, it's a perfect combo. There's nothing left to say, to say. No, it's amazing. Yeah, niggas don't be patient. Or they just, you know, they be just wanting to put it in. Bitch, can you wait? Yeah. <laughs> foreplay is, uh, what are your sexual do's and don'ts? Because I feel like foreplay is just, niggas really be trying to rush foreplay. Foreplay is sex within itself. Like, I feel like that can be, that can be where our sexual encounter starts and ends. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like you need to be rushing that shit. No. And I think it's, it builds the intimacy for me. It builds the connectivity um and if you're patient enough to like really walk me through it then I re- I want to give it to you way more than I did them when we first started you know what I'm saying yeah you need to eat my pussy you need to I feel like it's a prereq to get my ass ate how are, how do you feel about it? <laughs> um I don't think it's a prereq but I mean it's cool like I'm not as long as my vagina is eaten I'm okay yeah I think but I, I don't you don't have to I just kind of like a lot of, I like, like, butt shit. Mm, I, I like a finger. I love <laughs> a finger. Even just some, some pressure. Yeah, I like pressure. But, I mean, I'm not pressed about it. Like, my vagina's where it's at. Yeah. I think, um, also, <laughs> I, I've been considering for the past few years getting my nipples pierced. But I haven't because I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to go through like the healing process because my titties need to be sucked on. My titties need to be sucked on. That's an integral part for me of four having my titties. I need for you to spend about 15, 20 minutes. Just going but it'd only be for a couple of weeks. I don't give a fuck. And, and during those couple of weeks, I might have sex. I might have sex. Who knows how many times? I told you my libido high. Girl. About ten times a day. I will say though, like, at least for me, 
like I really feel like it heightens your experience. My nipples are so sensitive now. Are so sensitive. And like, oh wait, oh the, you're saying because you got them pierced? Yeah, like the tongue play is like the yeah. like when you're like flicking the like the ring with like your tongue, like all of that is just oh, like just. Ah. Do you have like? Well, we can talk about this. Well, I was gonna ask like because. Excuse me. One, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> One of my friends got her nipples pierced and she said it was like pussy. Oh, it was. But for like, it's very, it depends on your body too. But like, there's like seasons. I feel mm-hmm. like for the first like six months, it's going to go through like different like seasons where like you literally won't feel anything. Then you'll like, you might bleed randomly. Then you'll have like the pus. Then it'll be like fine for like four months, and then like randomly one day you might like I don't know. It just like literally depends, but it's not like it's like like none of it is painful. The only thing that's fucking painful, bitch, don't you dare get that shit caught on your fucking a thread in your towel or like anything like that. Like that shit will have you literally screaming at the top of your lungs. But and also like oh if you do get them like there's some niggas that will literally like try to be like yanking them shits like niggas are niggas are so reckless like they just don't be knowing they don't know and i hate to have to be the fucking teacher yeah you're 28 28 years old and i have to tell you how to like suck a nipple come on now Mm -mm. at your big age at your big age you should be embarrassed this is embarrassing are you not embarrassed are you like embarrassed i just don't get it but yeah mm-hmm. my other like don't is like <sighs> i don't like when niggas like so i <laughs> i guess it's gotten one of my bad experiences but i don't like when niggas moan too much I love <laughs> no like when this nigga would nut he would literally like moan like me <laughs> and it was like <laughs> And it was literally, like, such a turn off. Like, I would literally, like, crimple up down there. Like, it was, he would literally be like, oh, like, <laughs> literally, like, like, me. Not crimple And you're a man. You can grunt, breathe hard, do, yeah. like, a soft moan, but he literally would, like, moan like a woman. That's Like, weird. he was very, like, Ugh. it was disgusting. And oh, then, he, like, don't talk right too much. Now. I am. <laughs> oh, I sure, for sure, don't. Don't moan it. Like, it literally would, like, gross me out. And he would have, like, no sort of, like, restraint about it. Like, literally, he would sound like a woman. He felt comfortable to be true, authentic self with you. No. Go back on your tippy toes. Like, don't get comfortable. Thank you. Thank you. I'm weak. I am weak. (sighs) Let's, Let's move into the social media minute. Let's do it. All right. So for our media minute today, I saw something on Justin LeBoy's page. And for those of you who don't know Justin LeBoy, like, how would you describe his Instagram page, Fanta? Oh, God. Like, oh, why do I, why is this my task? He is just, he's like a meme page. He basically is like, he's not a celebrity, but like, he's like, linked in with celebrities and he's just like a very toxic man who is hispanic we can start there not is he hispanic really mm-hmm. yep it's la boy he's like he's like from new york like i've seen pictures of this man and like bitch if you see how he looks like i feel like you should not be talking like this mm. what but anyways whatever but he's he's an Instagram nigga, long story short, who has a meme page that's just very toxic with toxic ass captions. But it makes for good laughs and jokes. Yes. Yes. Good content. Good content um, for sure. Very consistent. Yeah. So he posted something about a week ago. <laughs> and it's this meme of this woman jumping over this big ass puddle. It's big as hell. Like she's jumping off the sidewalk into the street. And it says, girlfriend, babe, I can't come, it's raining. Side chick, and it has a picture of the lady jumping off the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And the caption is, this is why we cheat. The effort y'all give once y'all become our girlfriend be trash, respectfully. So my question to you is, baby, have you been the side chick? Let's start there. 
Can I just say one thing before I start? Go ahead. Men cheat because they want to cheat. That's Men no, cheat because no. they're cheaters. No, yeah, let's be clear. Fuck that nigga. Be clear about that. <laughs> you can do everything right, and a man will still cheat. So that, Period. that's no difference. Two, I have an inside Jake. Oh, and... <laughs> What'd you say? No, I just want to hold on a second because you're like, yeah, so I have been inside Jake. Very matter of fact, that's <laughs> funny. Go ahead, no. I have. Actually, a lot of people know about the situation. Um, well, not a lot, but, like, my friends. Um, I will say, side, side, well, I don't even know what to call him. Let's just call, let's say his name is, I don't know what I want to call him. Call him so, uh, Johnny. What is it? Johnny. Nani? Johnny? With a J. Okay, yeah, Johnny mm-hmm. was dating this girl who I knew. Like, I would start there. Like, this is not... These were not strangers to me. I was actually, like, pretty good friends with both of them. And... It was, like, a long... Like, it was, like, a... We had a lot of tension. He would say slick shit to me. It was very, like... It was long overdue, like, when it like, happened. Flirtatious shit? For sure. Like, he would, like... Even even down to, like, the way we would interact with each other, like, even, like, hugs were, like, becoming sexual. It was mm-hmm. It's hard to explain, but, like... You know how, what, also, like, let me just say, I always know a nigga has good dick, but I can tell by the way he, like, touches me. Mm. Even if it's, like, not even, like, in the bedroom or whatever, like, even by the way a nigga places his hand on my thigh sometimes would let me know, like, mm. okay, he know what he's doing with his hands. Mm-hmm. It was one of those situations where, like, he was very intentional with the way we were, like, interacting with each other. We would text, we started hanging out alone, but it was, like, still, like, platonic. <laughs> Long story short, one day that shit happened. And it was banging, bitch. Oof. It was slamming. It was a slam fucking dunk. Like, bitch, it was banging. Bang, bang. So we had sex, like, after that like, multiple times. It became, like, a thing, like, a situation. Mm-hmm. She ended she did end up finding out. <laughs> um, but I was, like, in terms of, like, the effort thing, like, it definitely, like, I do feel like that that meme is true. Only because, like, I feel like you're more willing to do shit for niggas like that because it's, like, you only have, like, a certain amount of their time. You're almost, like, starving for their dick, literally. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, it's not, like, a situation where it's, like, you only have him to yourself. You can see him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the way his girlfriend can. Mm-hmm. With that, it's, like, you kind of limited. So, of course, I'm putting that effort. Yes, I'm jumping over the fucking puddle mm-hmm. to go get that slamming ass dick. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely what are you kidding me like that shit i also feel like sex that you not like like because it was like sex that we weren't really supposed to be having it was like sneaky a lot of adrenaline was there Mm -hmm. it was more exciting bitch it was it was an experience like it was slamming (sighs) like 14 g's at the end of slamming you're irritating I think that meme kind of goes back to like the comfortability shit that we were talking about before. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that happens just in relationships in general, folks be getting both men and women or, you know, it doesn't have to be like a heterosexual relationship, but whoever your partner is, folks be getting comfortable. Folks Mm -hmm. be getting comfortable. And especially imagine if you were getting that dick all the time, like it was at your ready whenever fuck you wanted. It's more expendable. You know what I'm saying? There's some dick that is not, technically yours exactly 100 percent. yeah but i mean that's like it's no it's no surprise to me but a cheating ass nigga gonna cheat regardless so yeah <laughs> that's that yeah yeah so tell me about a time where like you did the absolute most for some dick when were you like okay bitch like i'm doing a bit much or like have you ever had an experience where like you just, oh, well, you were just talking about that. Were you just, like, fucked a nigga just to fuck him? Like, you weren't getting anything out of it, but some dick? Oh, I, that's, like, all the time. Not all the time. Oh, I, I am weak. <laughs> Sometimes I be having sex with niggas just to, ha- just to get some dick, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I like them as a person. I still have, like, my standards. Like, I, like, I don't be fucking niggas that I feel like I can't lay up with and, like, talk, talk to and, like, spend mm-hmm. the night with and shit like that. But, I mean like do the most for some dick oh gosh probably like a pull-up but I mean I feel like that's not too like crazy like I'll, I'll definitely pull up for some dick I used to do that in college like all the time yeah like or like I don't know at one point in college 
I was talking with someone and his house was like a place where they would always have parties. Mm-hmm. So I would literally like just like stake out in his room waiting for him to like notice that I want some dick. Like it was crazy. But other than that, like I don't feel like I'm like too like, like I said, dick is everywhere. Like I don't be, I don't be doing the most with some dick because I know I could get it. So yeah. Yeah. True. True, true. What about you? I mean, I don't feel like I've done the most for dick. I mean, I don't know. I guess like sneaking around and lying, but like that's not the most necessarily depending on the situation that you're in. I've done the most for like niggas that I was with, but not just for the dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'll do it for the person, but I mean, even with the side, like the nigga that had the slamming dick, like I wasn't doing too, too much for that shit. Cause I was like, I'm gonna catch, chase me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in positions where I feel like, like I was talking about on one of our other, other episodes, I think that was the dating is ghetto episode. Like, where like, I do, I fully know my worth, but I don't feel like he understands it. And so now I'm like overexerting myself. Oh no. Because um, I want him to treat me how I, how I know I should be treated. But it has nothing to do it's with It's not, that. exactly. I was gonna say, it's like not your responsibility. Yeah, no, that has nothing to do with that. He was just in the trap, so here we are. Here we are. I don't know. Dick is, Dick is cool, it's good, but Dick is too much. Dick is too much. I'm like... Be smart. Be strategic. If you can't... If you're not emotionally mature enough to move strategically when having sex, don't put yourself through it. it. The whole life ain't for everybody. The hot girl life is not for everybody. And I feel like that's absolutely okay. <laughs> that's very true. I This is like the first time that I've been in a position where I feel like I'm not necessarily committing myself to whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like... And, like, within the past six months that I've really kind of had this awakening, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like, I can, if a man isn't giving me everything that I need, then I get what I need from this man, and I get what I need from another man. Exactly. not even necessarily, doesn't have to be related to sex, but, like, different people serve different, different needs. They give you different things, and so treat them accordingly. <clears throat> and give what you can or, or what you're willing to give but like also understand that like at, especially at this age I feel like it's hard to find a man who just has everything you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and for if you sure want to commit yourself and tie yourself down in that way then fucking don't these half the time I'm not gonna lie these niggas don't be worth it anyway. at all and the and, dick be good but it's not that good like the dick be be, use your mind and then like you still like but I'm I'm still not being like completely fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? So now what? Now what? What do we do now? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I yeah, we can go on and on about this, but this has been a nice episode. Some tea for the girls. Some tea. I know y'all wanted more like story times, so yeah. we brought it. We here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Telling <sighs> for. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's our episode. Thanks, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Yes, we will talk to y'all next week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Black Girl Blues Pod, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Bye. That's all I got. Bye.